0: gave me the glass back i went back to my mom she told me to go inside and then that was it that was the last memory i have of my dad what's up everyone welcome to a brand new episode of fire lane podcast and just to get right into it Like I mentioned in the past episode, in this one, we're going to uncover some very sensitive things, at least for me, might be sensitive to you because you might relate to it, but I just hope and pray that what I'm about to say is able to do something positive for you because me going through what I went through and healing from it really led me down this path that is so beautiful. Of course, when I was going through it and healing from it, it was very, it was very, sensitive it was very vulnerable it was it was a lot of of emotions running rampant and it was a lot of of thinking negative about myself but also knowing that it's a positive thing to do and so on and so forth but i just hope and pray that with what i'm about to say you're able to either relate to it and that it helps you as well that it helps you heal what you went through heal all that stuff that you need healing from because it is very important in order for you to do that in order for you to live a life in peace full of joy full of happiness presently enjoying every single moment i'm not going to say without worry but also knowing that everything is going to be okay all right so just hope and pray that my story what i'm about to go through in this episode is able to do that for you guys and just know that the only purpose that i'm sharing this for, with you all is because i feel like that is something that the world needs a lot of the positivity and learning how to love yourself learning how to love other people and loving unconditionally and you can do that like that saying goes you have to take care of yourself first before you take care of anyone else So this is one way where you can truly take care of yourself in order for you to help the rest of the world like I'm doing now, hopefully. Anyway, in the last episode I mentioned that we were going to uncover some trauma in this episode specifically because there's a lot um, that I went through and where it led me to which the trauma that I went through as a kid led to more trauma that I went through as a teenager, which led to more trauma that I went through as an adult. So we're just going to cover some of the, th- the things that I went through as a kid, specifically with growing up without a dad. So I don't know if you know my story, but here it is. When I was three, um, that was the last time that I saw my dad. The last time that I saw my dad, I do remember vividly, we, let, we lived in an apartment complex, very low income, very low profile. It wasn't one of these fancy apartments. It wasn't uh, it was very it was not in the bad side of town but it wasn't on a good side of town it was we were like kind of in between and by no means before i get into it as well as a disclaimer by no means am i saying that my childhood was horrible or that i had a horrible childhood know that my childhood was amazing i loved my childhood it was full of love full of joy full of happiness but it doesn't mean that i went through some stuff that didn't affect me later on in life but my childhood was great all right <laughs> anyway so yeah i remember the last time that i saw my dad i was three he came he, he didn't come into the apartment but it, it was kind of like in the hallway in the entryway to the apartments um and my my mom was at the door i saw my dad and i know the feeling that i had seen my dad like oh it's my dad like i guess the best way that i can describe the feeling is like seeing someone that you love so much and seeing them again because they know they've been away or gone for a bit um and you just i guess like a puppy or like a dog right when they're excited that their owner is coming home that's kind of the way that i felt or at least looking back um what i recall feeling I didn't know that was the last time I was going to see my dad. All he did... I just knew... I just know that my mom and dad were talking. I'm pretty sure they were arguing and stuff. Uh, I just remember specifically... My dad asked me for a glass of water. So my mom sent me inside. Grabbed a glass of water. The rest of my family, the rest of my siblings were inside as well. Came out. Gave my dad the glass of water. I think he... um, He did come down. uh, To my level. I think I either... I believe he did hug me he gave me a smile and then he gave me the glass back I went back to my mom she told me to go inside and then that was it that was the last memory I have of my dad I do have other memories not too many but before that because I mean three well how much can you remember but yeah that was the last time that I saw my dad and I didn't know then I mean I was three you know as a kid all you want to do is have fun be happy go play and stuff like that so that's what I did I never thought like oh daddy's gone or anything like that and it was never explained to me either because I mean again I was three Um, but as I grew up of course I became more aware I I started asking more questions and because my mom was still going through the paperwork or the process of divorcing making the separation official um, she would take us to, to her lawyer and I would ask questions on the way back as the older I got, the more questions I, I asked. So yeah, I asked what happened and, and she mentioned, or at least she told me, and I'm pretty sure there's more to the story, but I think she told me that based on the age that I was and cause she didn't want to go through it, all the emotions that truly, truly happened between them two. But all she told me is that he wasn't providing right now financially and he was not uh, he was going he wanted to go in this direction while she wanted to go in this direction and they just didn't meet in the middle they didn't work as a team and they just wanted to go their separate ways so that's what happened at least what what she told me then and uh, yeah the more I grew up the more I became aware of the lack of uh the lack of a father the lack of not having a dad right there to To guide me, and lead me, and be there for me. And um, I don't know if he was a horrible father. I don't know if he was a great father. I don't know what he was going through personally. Um, but now I can look back, feel like hug that little boy, that three-year-old boy who grew up without a dad, knowing what's ahead of him. But also I can look at my dad with empathy um, knowing that because he went through some stuff as well as a kid probably I have no idea that is the reason why he didn't stick around that is the reason why he did stuff uh, that he did uh, that's that's the reason why he, he is the person that he is unfortunately um, and he just never got the chance to heal from it so I can look on both sides where I'm empathetic for myself but also empathetic for my dad not saying that everything he did um was okay and not not saying that it's okay for him to do those things like no like he was still at fault for doing the things that he did leaving me and 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 leading leading me into a life of a lack of a father right and other things that he also did but looking back i'm able to see both sides and just have empathy and knowing that that could have been me Like, I could have been my dad. Luckily, I'm not. And that's a thing that I always, um, since I became more aware of what happened with my dad, I knew in my heart and in my soul and my body that I'm never going to be like him. But there was a chance, of course, statistically, when kids grow up without a dad, they lead to drugs, they lead to going on gangs, they lead to delinquencies they lead to jail they lead to depression they lead to all these negative things just over the fact of not growing up with a dad and I don't want to say that needed my dad but what I truly needed in my life was a male figure who had a vested interest in me from the time that I was conscious of my consciousness to till, till now basically and that's something that I never had and if you do if you have someone like that, you have a father or a father figure. I just implore you to appreciate the heck out of them, especially if they had a vest- vested interest in you and making sure that he grew up good, that they taught you good morals and a good and how to be a gentleman and how to be a good man and stuff like that. Appreciate the heck out of them because those are far and few in between, especially if you see the the, the statistics when it comes comes to. Black people and Hispanics and and those demographics as well. And not excluding everyone else, but those are the ones where it's highest. Um, You can, you know, where growing up with a dad can lead to. But if you grew up with a dad or someone who was a father figure, appreciate the heck out of them. Show them how grateful you are of them. And just enjoy every single moment that you have with them. Because one thing that I came to realize as my healing process came about, was that i'm never gonna have a a contact of a dad in my phone someone that i can go to and say like hey this is what's going on with my life right now how can you help me or just having someone to talk to man to man that's something that i never had and it let me down of course during the time that i was going through it it really hurt having that realization but also At the same time, the gratitude piece of it was the things that helped me heal because I realized like even though I'm not going to have that in my life, I'm grateful because I'm able to be that for my kids. They're going to have a dad that they can call. They're going to have a dad contact in their phone. They're going to have the dad who's present, who when they call and they're struggling emotionally or whatever they're going through, I'm going to pick up. And I'm going to be there for them. So I just realized through my healing process that I became the man, the dad, the person who I needed as far as a male figure, the person that I needed in my life as a little boy. And I'm just being that person for the little kid in me, but also for my children. And it's something that I'm so grateful for and so appreciative of That I'm able to do that for my kids. But yeah, like I mentioned, growing up without a dad really hurt. And it led me down a path. I mean, where I'm at right now in life is really good. But personally, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally, it it really led me down a dark path. And what I mean by dark, it led me down a path where now I was seeking that attention from other men. Subconsciously. I had no idea. But anytime a man who wanted to come into my life to be any part of influence or anytime a man that I look up to um, was in close proximity to me. I wanted to get their attention. I wanted to be like them. I wanted them to give me attention and anything they asked I would do so they can give me more attention. And that led down to me with my friends doing stuff that I knew deep down in my heart were wrong and that were against what I was raised to be and against the morals that I was raised to, the morals that I was raised in, I still did just to get approval from my male friends, or even when it came to to growing up and having a boss who's a guy and doing the things he says because I want to be accepted by him or t- anything like that. That's where it led me to. Being a yes man, for not only everyone because i was a yes man for women and for guys but when it came to guys knowing that what they're asking me i don't want to do it doesn't feel right for me and just doing it just because i want to feel accepted by them that's something that is never good for anyone learning to say no is something that is essential and um my mom and sister were always there for me and i appreciate the heck out of them because My mom is Wonder Woman, like she truly is Wonder Woman. Everything that she she had to go through in order to provide for her four children. She raised us all by herself. No help from anyone. She figured out the finances where we lived. She was the first one in her family to come to the US. She brought her four kids along with her through it all. Fixing the papers, going through a divorce, going through separation, making sure that she provided for the kids, making sure she provided financially. Like you can just imagine how much that can take a toll on a person. But I appreciate the heck out of my mom for being there for us, for providing for us, and doing her best to raise all four kids without feeling like the vacancy of a dad. And we didn't feel it like I'm truly being honest. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel the want of having a man in my life uh, i just knew what the lack of not having a man in my life to lead me and guide me did because as a woman she she's not able to be my dad she's not able to be that let basically talk to me like hey this is how you you treat women this is how as a man you're supposed to treat women she can tell me like hey this is how women want to be treated um but as a man she like she's not able to tell me like this is how you should treat a woman this is how you should be with them and this is how you should talk to them etc 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 so yeah growing up with that dad led me to seeking some type of male figure male a positive male figure somewhere in my life and some came in but they went out as quickly as they came in one one person who was a positive male role model for me was my cousin who lived for a bit with us and during the time that he was with us I would always want to be with him. He got me into the show home improvement. He got me into um, fitness and working out and stuff like that. He bought me for my first record CD and he was just that good positive male Role model. We watched the show together. Uh, anytime he went over to my grandma's, he would take me for the weekend. We would go to his soccer games. So he was like a that good brotherly positive male Role model in my life that I always wanted but unfortunately because he had to move on with his life of course he didn't want to live with my mom in my mom's house forever right uh, unfortunately it was it, it came time where he he left so again teenage boy growing up without a dad looking for a male figure again lost looking for someone to to lead him and guide him as a man and someone that i craved it so much from was our brother but our brother. And looking at back, back at it now, I understand why he didn't. But growing up with my brother, he he didn't have a vested interest in us. Where he was like, "Hey, come here, let's go play ball, let's go play soccer, let's hang out." Um, it was growing up as a kid that never happened to us. But I know me and my little brother always craved his attention. But he was just not giving it to us, and when he did it was very it was not good. So we just learned to okay, give him his space, let him be alone and we'll just do us, we'll just hang with each other. And as we grew up as a teenager, he started like becoming more aware and more friendly to us. So he started giving that attention, that attention to us, to my little bro and myself. And we, that's something that we craved it for, for a long time from him. Unfortunately, it did take a dark turn to now where it was influencing us in a negative way. And it was hurting the rest of the family. And our, ourselves as well. But my little bro and myself, we were just so blinded. We just wanted his attention, his love so much. We didn't care what he was telling us. Doesn't matter how ridiculous it was. Didn't matter how how impactful it was going to be to the rest of the family. Because we, all we saw was like this guy that we wanted attention from and love from. He's finally giving it to us. We'll do whatever he says, we'll do whatever, whatever he's telling us to do in order for us to keep receiving it. Because we knew that the moment that we fought back, it was gone again. But unfortunately, like I mentioned, it did take a kind of a dark turn to where my family truly had to step in because, and I thank God they did, uh, because it was really leading us to a place where we were going to be even more lost. Me and my little bro. Um, But I want to say, I guess it took an intervention. It wasn't planned or anything like that. I guess my family and my mom and my sister just had enough of it where they had to sit my little bro and myself down to let us know like, hey, this is how much it's hurting not only you, but the family. This is where you're being led to and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember just being a teenage boy, I think high school, probably sophomore year and just bawling, crying. Being so angry. Being so sad. Um, because again. Looking back now. That was the moment. At least one moment where I realized. Here I go again. Going through life. With a positive male role model. And when the person. Who I grew up with. Maybe at a distance. We didn't have a, like a brotherly bond. I had, now that he, we did. Even though it was negative now i had to let that go again so looking back now i understand why i cried so much what what that led me to and it led me down a very bad path where after that i was just filled with resentment filled with anger filled with hate and it just wasn't good like i i, I just took it out on my mom i took it out on 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 my little brother i took it out on my sister i took it out on my family i basically became my older brother where i just distanced my, myself from anyone because i was just angry with the world that i had to say bye again to another male role model that was finally giving us attention so it was really tough and you can it led to it bled into the relationship with my wife because it was during high school then i graduated and a year later i met my wife and it bled the down into our relationship of how angry i got anytime we had an argument my poor car i would beat up the steering wheel luckily it didn't have a horn um maybe it's because i punched it so much but yeah i would punch the steering wheel i would yell i would cry out of anger there's a bunch of holes in my mom's house that i made there's a there's a hole in the front door as well that i made during our relationship but i can see where that source came from and it came from not having someone who would sit me down and talk to me and like, yo, what is going on, dude? What happened? And lead me and guide me and show me love and show me empathy and show that they care. And man, it was it's it it was a very it was a very hard time in our relationship. But luckily, my wife gave me the space to just let out all my insecurities, let out everything. It took a long time because. like i mentioned it was until probably this past six months where my wife and i have gone come closer together because we got to know each other more we got to know i got to know the little girl inside of her and she got to know the little boy inside of me and what each other went through and believe me my trauma might be insignificant to you and i truly feel that it is compared to other people's trauma or other people's stories but That's not to say that it didn't affect me a certain way and led me down the path. And it led me down other things as well that I was stuck on and made me feel horrible and full of shame and full of guilt that I just didn't know how to get out of. Again, because there was no male role model to lead me and guide me or that I could trust fully because of all the men in my life that wanted to come in and just ended up either leaving or disappointing me. So it was very hard to even to this day, to find someone that I can fully trust with who I am. But the reason I'm doing this episode, the reason I'm talking about all those things is because I know there's a lot of people like me out there, specifically men and also women who might have gone through the same journey, might have dealt with some stuff that they felt just alone in what they were going through. And the reason I share my story is because I want to tell you that you're not alone and you don't have to go through it alone. You don't have to heal alone. You don't have to to go through all that stuff alone. There was there's someone out there who went through similar things and I want to implore every single one of you who's listening to this if you haven't healed from your trauma, heal from it. Truly, truly look back into your life, look into your childhood, all the good, all the bad, all the ugly. And if you need someone to talk to, find someone and if, if you can find someone in your inner circle, then look at me. You can message me on my social media. My tag is Rico 21 You can go to me. You can let me know what's going on. Because what I want to do is help you. What I want to do is help that person who hasn't healed from their trauma. I want to help you. I want to be able to pinpoint the things like, hey, maybe this is why you're like this. And i want to uncover and help you uncover all those things because i know where it's going to lead you to and it's going to lead you to a heart full of love full of peace full of gratitude not saying that your life is not going to have any challenges or struggles but you're going to go through those struggles now with a heart full of love full of peace and gratitude knowing that all that stuff that you've been carrying for so long that you haven't uncovered that you just pushed back and you just suppressed you brought them to light and once you bring those to light and you free yourself from those things now you're free to live the life that you want and the, and and pursue the things that you want to do as well so i just implore you find someone to talk to find someone that you can trust that's going to keep and be able to be empathetic to your story to what you went through through your trauma and if you can't find someone like i mentioned i'm here for you all i'm here that's the greatest thing that i can do in the world that's something that i've been doing since i was a teenager all the way to my adulthood even until now is be that person for someone else that they can come to with trust with vulnerability and honesty and know that there's no judgment there's no i'm not gonna feel bad for you i'm gonna be empathetic i know how those things can affect you so like i mentioned Find someone, and if you can't, I'm here for you all. But hopefully this episode was able to not only get to get you to know me a little bit more where I'm coming from, what happened to me and where that led me to and why it led me to that. Just know that in my heart, I'm not I don't want to say I'm completely healed, but I'm in that healing process. And now it's being replaced and replenished with love, gratitude, joy, and peace. And that's all I want to do for you guys as well. And the best thing I know how to do it is through telling my story through podcasts, through posting content on, on social media, through making little videos or anything like that, or even just having a conversation with you all. So if you do want to have a conversation for me, with me, or if you just want to check out more of the stuff that i post go ahead and uh, reach out to me in my instagram my instagram is moises.rico21 or my tiktok as well that's where i post content as well but i just hope and pray that you're able to heal from it that way you can lead life full of peace full of love and full of gratitude but we'll see you all on the next episode